This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 49ers trying to add to their lead. Purdy fires over the middle. Touchdown, McCaffrey. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Ian Eagle getting a lot of run on the show today, which is uh, which is awesome because Ian's the absolute best. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, great season for him, great season for Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers. We hope it continues on Monday night with a win and a cover against the Baltimore Ravens for our bets. But what about award markets here? What about Christian McCaffrey, Offensive Player of the Year? What about Christian McCaffrey, Most Valuable Player? Um, we touched on a lot in the first hour of the show. This is for our stadium audience on not just NFL Most Valuable Player and Brock Purdy, but also NBA Most Valuable Player with Tim Bontemps, his straw poll from ESPN. Tim Bontemps, otherwise best known for replacing the great Pat Reichardt at the New York Post. So shout out to him. Uh, Bontemps with Joel Embiid as uh, number one in the uh, the MVP voting in the straw poll. Embiid now the favorite at BetMGM. If you want all our analysis and commentary on NBA MVP and NFL MVP, you got to check out uh, the show in podcast form. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcasts to get that information. Joey Kanish will join us next hour on the show. All our bets for tonight, power hour, final hour, including the Rams and the Saints on Thursday night football. But Jake, bring the music up here and Ken, let's get let's get to it here with Christian McCaffrey. And this will be both a uh, it'll be twofold, right? Both McCaffrey for NFL Most Valuable Player and now his candidacy for Offensive Player of the Year, where thanks to Tyreek Hill missing last week's game, the 30 to nothing Dolphin shutout win over the Jets, coupled with McCaffrey just going nuclear against the Arizona Cardinals. McCaffrey now the favorite in that market for the first time in a while. So Offensive Player of the Year, Ken, McCaffrey minus 155 at BetMGM. Tyreek Hill now plus 110, plus money on Tyreek after he missed last week's game. And McCaffrey in the MVP market, the third choice behind his teammate Brock Purdy and Lamar Jackson, CMC seven to one Ken to win Most Valuable Player. So let's uh let's talk about Christian McCaffrey, Tyree Kill as well, MVP Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah, uh, it certainly seems like all the outcomes are possible um, in in regards to both. Not I wouldn't say likely with MVP with Christian McCaffrey, but it certainly seems like all the outcomes are possible. And just that like it it can't like it's these things could all happen. I, I, you know, we did NBA most valuable player. Like Jason Tatum's not going to win. I don't think, I think Giannis is a zero. I think Luke is almost a zero. Like these are to me, like I'm proceeding. Like these are certainties. There's no, no certainty in offensive player of the year. It, it will be decided in the next few games. And so, you know, it's not like the market has it wrong or there's something crazy going on. So like I the crazy thing is there's, there's a world where Christian McCaffrey can win both awards. Because if he's MVP, he almost has to be Offensive Player of the Year. There's 
Also a world, though, where he's MVP, but Tyreek Hill breaks 2,000 yards and he's Offensive Player of the Year. There's also a world where McCaffrey, McCaffrey wins neither award, and it's Brock Purdy and Tyreek Hill. And McCaffrey's like the awesomest player ever to win neither, or something like that. And it's like all very, like there's only one winner. So it just, it all gets pretty interesting pretty fast. Um, I think what I would just remind people, like, I, I think I said what I said about Purdy and MVP and like, yeah, it seems like it's, this is where we're headed. Um, at the same time, like I think two things can be true at the same time. Uh, the first thing can be that, that we seem like we're headed toward him winning most valuable player. The second thing though can be, let's just like also acknowledge that this is likely the time when opinion of Purdy and McCaffrey versus everyone else is going to be at like an all time high because they had the best possible game ever and everyone else had the worst possible game ever. Josh Allen bricked, Dak bricked, Tyreek Hill didn't play. Like it just, like Lamar didn't put up a lot of numbers, but they won. Like we are very likely to feel as good about the Niners players as we will the entire season at this exact moment. And that can continue, but it actually, it can never be better than this, honestly. Like, it'll never be more. It'll just be like, they we keep thinking of them this way, which is that they're both really awesome and they both should win these awards. So just would remind everyone, like, we're in, like, not like a bubble with the Niners right now, but just the way the results played out, you are likely to think even more of them than is actually going to be true at the end of the year because of where we are in this exact moment in time right now. Like, even if they beat the Ravens, are they going to put up the same numbers? Other play, like the likelihood Dak, Josh Allen, and Tyreek all do zero this week, pretty low, just to be honest. So like the likelihood you get that run out again is really low. So just would remind people of that. And in MVP, it may not matter. An MVP like he, Brock Purdy may just win, maybe too far ahead. If the Niners win, the numbers don't matter as much. What everyone else doesn't matter as much. I don't think McCaffrey enjoys the same lead in Offensive Player of the Year in terms of, of you know, in, in relation to MVP, where maybe Purdy can not play great, but if they win, he wins. If Tyreek, and this is all going to hinge on, obviously, whether he plays this weekend and how effective he is. And I don't know whether he's going to play or not. He started practicing. That's usually a pretty good sign. Uh, I don't know how effective he's going to be. I don't know what his numbers are going to be. It's all a big mystery. But I do think if he plays very well, at a minimum, this gets really interesting. And honestly, like, he just maybe takes back the lead. Like, let's be real honest about what's going to happen. This was a market where he was way ahead before getting hurt and McCaffrey had really good numbers at that point it wasn't like he was doing nothing he was the leading rusher in the league he was second in rushing touchdowns he had a lot of receiving yards all those things were still true Tyreek was ahead people still talk about Tyreek like he's an MVP candidate I think like if he can like and this is just going to be all it is is does he play how well does he play that's it that's like on all it is I I think uh, you know, teams often control their own destiny. We always phrase it that way. Like, well, if they win their games, they get in. Uh, I think Tyree controls his own destiny. I honestly think no matter what McCaffrey does, if Tyree breaks 2,000 yards and he does in one less game, and he has like monster games down the stretch here, and they're going to play in, a, again, recency bias, the Niners play in a big game Christmas night, and that can help McCaffrey. Then they, then they go away for a couple weeks, basically. And you know who doesn't go away? The Miami Dolphins. They play Buffalo in an all-in game in the last week of the season where he will be going for a lot of history. And that's going to matter. And end. Baltimore. Like he gets close. In week 17, and, next and week at the Ravens. Great point. So, like, just the idea that, yeah, like, I understand everybody loves McCaffrey right now and everybody loves Brock Purdy right now. And some of that's going to manifest itself in winning. Like, I'm not saying they're not going to win. Just, like, understand where we are in the season right now, what just happened, and that we have games more to go. And it doesn't have to be what it is right now. What it is right now is the Niners are a 10 out of 10 and everyone else is a zero. 
That's because of the, the results there. Look at the results we got from last week. Buffalo over Dallas in a snoozer. Eagles lose on Monday night football. Tyreek doesn't play. Like, could you imagine a situation that would create a stronger opinion than we have right now? Don't You don't want to look back. You want to look forward. Tyreek, if he, again, if he plays, he's going to be in big enough games. He's going to have a huge spotlight. Everyone already still thinks he's awesome. Like, I think there's a lot of room here, honestly, for him to still win. So that's a long-winded explanation, to be fair, of the markets. But, like, should you bet on anything? Like, to me, we're so close to the end, and the prices are close enough, right? Like, McCaffrey's a favorite because Tyreek may not play very well, and he may re-injure, and he may, like, whatever. Like, great, so he can be a favorite. Like, what's the problem with that? I don't know if he's going to win or Tyreek's going to win, but, like, there's not a mistake there. Like, that's fine. There's no bet. Like, in order to bet that market confidently, you have to, like, know something about Tyreek's health that nobody knows. You have to, like, know that he's 100% and he's going to kill it. And then you would bet Tyreek confidently in the market at that point. Like, no one knows the answer to that question. We're not going to know until the game happens and until he finishes the game without injuring himself. So that's, that's like, not really something that can happen. MVP-wise with McCaffrey, look, I mean you're certainly going to get a bull case from a lot of people on television, but you already are. Uh, Kittle goes on Rich Eisen show and says McCaffrey should win Purdy, like as part of an answer about some, you know, sort of like making the cases like, Oh yeah, like McCaffrey should win MVP. You're, you're getting that. And that's getting bet. When push comes to shove, is it really going to happen? Like, are they really, are people really going to vote for a non quarterback to win the award? Uh, just a tough case to make, honestly, without a, like, without a historic record setting kind of a season. That's not the season McCaffrey. He has a great year. Like he's going to have an awesome season. It's not like the best of all time or something. And I think that's honestly what it would take for him to win. So I'm skeptical and I'm not betting him to win MVP as the price keeps dropping. If he wins, he wins. It can happen. I just don't think it's something worth betting right now. So to me, this is all like, it's insanely interesting it's not a good betting opportunity, and there's a difference between the two. You better you bet here with Nick and Ken on a Thursday. Joey Kanish joins us next hour. We'll hit the other award markets in the National Football League. And um, I was hoping, just as a football fan, that uh, Dolphins-Ravens next week would get flexed to Sunday night. Um, apparently, the NFL has made the decision not to do that. Packers-Vikings, which is like, what, will be the Sunday night game next week. Dolphins-Ravens will be a 1 o'clock game. So you could have gotten the Tyreek Island game there, obviously. Had the game against Dallas this week. And then, like Ken telling you, probably for the division, Week 18 in the AFC East, winning in. Um, they'll both make the playoffs, win and win the at that point, you would think. Win and win the division in Week 18. Well, we'll see about Buffalo. Um, you mentioned 49ers bubble. If we were in 49ers bubble... What food and drink is served in 49ers bubble? Oh, like if it's a restaurant? Is that the idea? Or, or like you're in a place and it's Niners bubble. Is it like white wine oh. and cheese? That's like big in the Bay Area. Yeah, well, like wine, obviously, right? So like where, like where's like Napa in relation to the Bay Area? It's in, it's like out, it's in like the general San francisco E area. Like it's in Northern right. California, not Southern. So like elitist wine. And then, uh, love, you know what? I was going to say, I love elitist wine, but like, I don't get wine. Do you? So you could like, <laughs> do you love elitist wine? <laughs> like, I, will, I like, can't I, tell the difference. My palate. I can't either. Yeah. I can't either. I know right. that there's one wine that I like white because I had it in my honeymoon a bunch of times. And now like when I see it on the menu, I'll get it. But like, sure. other than that, like I know nothing. Like I actually I know nothing. Like and I, 
right? You got your like one or two, and it's like kind of makes you feel like you're in. Like the the sommelier comes over or whatever, and you're like, I'll have this. He's like, Oh, excellent choice, sir. And you're like, I know. That's my yeah, one. It's like, yeah. That's yeah. How about this? How about I this? Like. Stop yeah. telling me my choice is excellent and go get it, garçon. <laughs> hey, wine clown, fetch my <laughs> hey, bottle. Hey, yeah. hey, <laughs> hey, clown, go 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 do some tricks for me and pour, and pour the wine, sure. okay? It's uh, yeah. <laughs> Less talk and more boring. You you smell the cork. I don't want to smell the cork. Uh, <laughs> I don't. What do they eat though? I don't know. What do people have? Avocado toast. I don't know. What do people in the Bay Area I, See, I love, I have avocado toast like almost every day. You should just live in San Francisco. Why don't you guys live in the Bay Area? Yeah. Seems like, seems like you kind of fit in. I, I love, well, it's a, well, first off, like when, when the, the city's a disaster now, but like when the yeah. city's right, like it's, it's a, you ever been? Uh, yes. I, I have a uh, family lives in Mountain View where Google's headquarters is. Yeah. It is a, it is a magnificent city. Magnificent city. Just, I mean, everything's really, really is really elitist, really, really expensive, and like awesome. Oh, that's how, that sounds like Nick country to me. That sounds well, like. I mean, I don't, well, Ken, I don't know if you knew this, but I already live in New York, so we got all I, that I understand. already. I just, you know, as an alternative, why can't yeah, later in life, coast to coast costos? Well, because you know, there's because you know, as someone who despises paying the taxes that I pay in New York, can't oh, wait yeah. to go to California. It's gonna be great. That's a, if I leave New York, if and when that ever happens, I'm going right back to Florida. Peace, everyone. Later, uh, suckers. Later, suckers. You should get the uh, get the Otani deal. Be like, but I, I want to, and I'm going to move and pay no taxes, and then you owe me a billion dollars. <laughs> Gotta tell you, the government's got some racket going on with this tax yeah. nonsense. Hour uh, number three on the other side. We'll start it talking more NFL awards. We'll get into coach of the year, comeback player of the year, defensive rookie of the year, all in hour number three. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.